that now says mic on and we are at seven o'clock let's see we want we're here just looking at some of my settings all right we are back with a journey through my brain and a very squeaky chair like usual but hey you know what um things are a little bit different today um i have a live studio audience while i'm live um that's really unusual um don't usually let guests in my basement here okay well i have to let this one in it's my daughter she is visiting me from the great state of washington only here for the next week till saturday so she will be here lurking in the background um usually what i do is i start out with i can shut off overlays uh, the show has already started um so usually what we do is start off and talk about the habits i'm working at forming that is considered reading i um, have been reading multiple books a multitude of books um as you can see behind me here on my shelf i've got a whole row of books start out with some help self-help books for business uh different things like that i have moved on to more pleasurable reading just picking up uh reading for more and for enjoyment nowadays because that's you know creating habits and the whole goal behind this was to read a book a week now you know i'm not reading 400 page books i'm well, this one i've just started yesterday it's like 300 308 10 pages somewhere in there i'll have this done by next end of next sunday um it'll be a little more difficult reading but i'm on vacation all this week so hey i can read a little bit extra in the mornings and stuff like that but this is book 19 so book 19 i've been doing this for 19 weeks that is what one week short of four months so um i think we no that's one week sh one week short of five months been doing this for five months so um that is pretty exciting i have read every day for five months well maybe except for let's say um a couple days here and there maybe i can count them on one hand maybe up to five days where i've missed reading for one reason or another um something's come up and i've had to go to a meeting or something like that um it's been also more difficult to do reading in the mornings which i love to read in the mornings because i can be more focused i get towards the evening time i'm sitting there and i'm starting to fall asleep my book kind of drifts down to my lap and has to pop back up you know half a dozen times before i give up and say it's bedtime but in the morning usually i get there to work you know hopefully an hour and a half before work and uh usually you can get about an hour worth of reading done but lately i have been working so much overtime um I, like this week i've worked about 25 hours or this paycheck i've worked 25 hours overtime about 13 hours a week so that has cut into my reading time in the morning but i have stuck with it and it has now according to statistics that has now created the habit um so i'm going to continue building on that you know my wife keeps asking me so when are you going to stop this reading a book you know you can read but why read a book a week you can just pick up a bigger book and do a, an hour reading or whatever i think it's just a challenge uh, the challenge of saying i read a book a week when am i going to end I don't know it's the end of six months maybe uh maybe at the end of a year 
I could say I read 52 books at the end of a year. That's probably a lot for me. I haven't really been reading that much. I'm all, you know, I read a lot as a kid, but not as much for um, as an adult here. Um, it's probably not going to take too many more books where I can say I've read more books in my life uh, this year than I've read in my entire life. But, you know, it's just something I said I've got to do. I want to create better habits. And one way to create a habit is to for me to read and to be consistent. Um, another thing I have been doing, I've been working at exercising. Um, I'm not quite to every day yet, but I, I would say four times out of a week I'm exercising. And I've actually stepped it up this week where I'm actually exercising a little bit more. Um, so I'll come down here. I will grab a set of weights, which I have right here. They're hiding behind me. They're not, not heavy weights. They're only five pounder. But I will tell you what. I do low weight, high reps. So I'm not gaining, I'm creating bulk. What I'm doing is creating strength. And so I'll tell you when you're doing a arm raises or you're doing a punch, uh, what we practice in karate, and you do it a hundred times, that five pounds really feels like a lot of weight. In fact, I do that a hundred times um, so how could I describe that? I do it a hundred times at three different levels with both arms. So really I'm doing each punch with 600 times with a five pound weight. And I'll tell you what, the arms get pretty sore down the road here. They won't, it'll be more conditioned. I won't be as sore. I'll have to step up to maybe a 10 pound weight. So you, you gradually increase your weight as you go, but I am creating a habit of trying to exercise every day. Now I've created the reading habit. Now it's the exercising habit. Got a couple pounds I got to shed here. So, you know, why not? Um, I moved in, I'm working on push-ups. I used to be able to do, wow, I used to be able to do, let's see, 50, I used to do sets of 50 push-ups uh, when I, in one of my offices, uh, before I changed offices at work, I'd do uh, 50 push-ups every hour. So you're looking at, you know, six seven hundred push-ups a day um yeah that's not happening right now i'm down to pushing out 10 push-ups at a time so you don't use it you lose it it's a very very drives it home when you used to be able to do so many push-ups and now can do very little but by creating the habit of exercising every day i'm going to increase that in fact uh, two weeks ago when i started it's only doing five push-ups i'm already up to 10 push-ups uh, I've pushed out 15, but that's a real big struggle, but uh, comfortably pushing out uh, 10 push-ups right now every day. Um, so that's another habit I'm trying to change, um, trying to change myself so I can be a better person. Because if I can't create a habit of doing something, I'm just going to be all over the place. So you might hear a dog bark every once in a while, a chair squeak, or a kid run up and down the stairs, hey, that's breaks of being live but with my new microphones probably won't hear as much of that as I you were hearing with my other microphone speaking about habits I drink a lot of water I have had to change my diet for health reasons um, 
so I really had to cut down on food. I drank a lot of water. I don't drink sodas anymore. I don't, uh, or pops, wherever you live in the world. Um, because, yes, we are global here. Um, I think I even forgot to mention that I am on, not only on Facebook today, but I am on Twitter Periscope also today. So I will be um, here in a little bit checking, probably checking my stats, see where we're riding at, because I want to see how many people are visiting. We'll see. Um, but creating habits. The other habit I'm trying to create, you know, I'm trying to do one at a time, because to be successful, you don't want to just change your life all at once. <clears throat> you want to take the time and create habits and become solid in a habit, then move to the next one. But one of the other habits I have been cre creating is drinking my water, changing my diet. But I think I've mentioned before, I use glass. I'm not using, I, I don't, can't remember the last time I really drank out of plastic unless I was out at a restaurant somewhere um, with a plastic glass. But I'm trying to use more environmentally friendly uh, dishware. So I'm drinking on my glass bottle like I usually do, drinking water, I, um, other than some juices and stuff that I drink. That is kind of a new, kind of a habit I formed. I've been doing that for quite a while now. Um, this one over here, my daughter, she she carries a water bottle with her wherever she goes. Mm -hmm. And with a lid and everything. And even uh, we went to a, a pizza place today and she filled her bottle up with, instead of getting a glass from the pizza place, she her bottle up uh, with her drink you know someday we may aspire to be like her um, we did even get uh, we do even have uh, new straws yeah. here we have non-disposable straws here so metal straws and we are using around the house we're working at using around the house and uh, my wife is actually putting together a, a little carrying kit for some silverware straws and stuff like that that you might want to carry with you in a bag so that when you go out you don't have to use the plastic um, that is very very environmentally friendly um, so I, everything I'm doing with the journey through my brain is to give awareness to things so not only am I looking at um, different science projects and different things like that but I want to touch on things that affect us globally, um, the glo our global environment. Um, talk about recycling, talk about reusing things, talking about just what can we do to make this a better place? Because if we don't take a stand to make this a better place, who will? I mean, there's nobody else. We have to do this. And it's actually getting to the levels of where it's so bad that we have to take a stand now. So there is a future for our kids we have you know i mean we enjoy the beauty of our state parks and we enjoy the beauty of you know be able to go out and see the mountains and stuff like that and we right now yeah there's junk out there but give it 10 years 20 years down the road and our junk's going to keep piling up and it's going to be most of us that's going to be as a beautiful world as we are living in today so we've got to take a stand we've got to clean up our oceans we've got to get rid of these great garbage patches in the oceans um we've got to clean up our beaches because all our fish and our birds are eating this plastic and dying i mean you you look at uh pictures of whales that have been washed up on on the beaches and it's just full of plastic and 
So we're hurting the environment. We're hurting the, our stability because once our environment is gone, wait a minute, we go because it can't sustain us. It can't provide us the food, the air, everything it, we need to breathe. Plus, on the other hand, tox, uh, plastic is toxic. And what are we doing to us? You know, creating our diseases and and just I, I'm sure there's plenty of illnesses that are coming from eating plastic and plastic particles. Um, uh, just re recently, I read an article said the Tennessee River, which is right here in my backyard practically, is one of the most polluted rivers in the world for microplastics. And I wasn't even aware of that until recently. And I'm like, how can that be? Because you could look at some of these rivers overseas, especially when you look in China and Japan and different places like that. They're pretty, they got a lot of plastic floating in them. And, but for microplastics, I guess we uh, are the top of the world. Yay. We don't really want to be known for that, I guess. Um, but anyway, I digress from one topic to another. But Neil, what can I do say? It's turning through my brain, so I can say whatever I want. You know, I come in here without an agenda usually. Um, sometimes I kind of have some notes. Today I didn't really have any notes. One of the things I wanted to look at was um, talking about global consciousness big words my little mouth but hey you know we'll get there you know how is everybody connected together um, you're seeing more and more um, things in the news they're starting to say in science especially science news and stuff like that maybe not your mainstream media and stuff like that but but more in the science news and stuff news and stuff like that you're seeing more about the connected universe um, how things are connected, the conscious, consciousnesses that are connected together. Are we able to use telepathy, different things like that? How are we connected? And so, you know, I was doing a little bit of more research on this, and I, I said, I know somewhere there is a research group kind of studying the how everything is connected. Is everything connected? So I was looking at, I found this, the, the Global Consciousness Project. It is actually um, uh, not, I'm trying to remember which university does this. Um, yeah, let's go to the actual screen that this is on. Um, what school does this? The Princeton, Princeton University. So, they do this consciousness mapping of the world. So they are able to take, basically they have random number generators out there in the world, multiple places. Um, I don't forget, I think hundreds of them um, that are basically a binary numbers, random number generators from basic ones and zeros. So it randomly generates ones and zeros and when you look at big events that happen, such as earthquakes, such as 9-11 uh, that happened in 2001, um, you look at uh, um, 
the the Princess Diana's funeral um, and her death, stuff like that, they are absolutely able to see a correlation between these random number generators that are they're able to say that they tap into the global consciousness of the world so when these events are happening even up to uh, minutes hours or days prior to these events you see uh, spikes in how the, num the numbers become less random and they're able to actually track this and scientifically prove that this is actually happening and a major event happens and this is how these these number generators become less random and that may happen for a few hours after the event a few days after the event but there is definite scientific proof saying things are linked together and it's not just one generator in the world that's doing this it's the entire world all hundreds of these generators are showing that their the data is syncing together during certain events or everybody's thought process i mean they're they, they've even gotten down to the point where using you can look at um basically i have as i said random number generator random numbers one zeros nobody knows even the machine cannot tell you predict a pattern and people have been able to sit into a, in a laboratory and this has been scientifically proven and think of a number and that number becomes more prominent it becomes less random and that number will show up more often so our power of our mind is just huge and there was seven billion people and rising i mean we're what in 10 years 20 years we're going to be a double or triple that practically um in all those conscious minds so we've got minds that are coming together on issues you think they're that everybody has uh, what one person does isn't going to affect another person so you know hey i'm not i'm going to save my mind and you know if anybody listens to me whatever but we don't have to be listening we can we are connected our brains are all connected our consciousnesses are connected because we are existing here we are in existence so i think it's in the bible somewhere and i don't remember exactly where but it's not a theologian or anything like that i, I don't play one on tv either um but it says where two or more come in my name and ask for whatever i you know i will be there um so is that a prediction of global consciousness is it is the bible talking about global consciousness i believe it is because there's the bible says where two more and more gather well we get groups of people together we get rioters together we get protesters together they can make an impact without even knowing it they're making an impact not just physically but with their mental power unseen mental powers that they're not even realizing and i think that's what is creating a lot of the hate in the world and stuff like that we have to work at how can we control our minds how can we become better people and work with the system and, and how can we combine our brain power to 
do create good, create a unified world where everybody can get along and focus on doing good instead of dividing the our human race, dividing the world into this group or that group. Religion does an excellent job of that. Um, you look at the Christians and the Muslims and the Jews. Okay, they have some core fundamental uh, beliefs, but you know what? Muslims and the Christians are uh, seem to always be fighting amongst each other about this or that. I mean, there's even certain religions. I mean, look at Christians. you got all the divisions within Christianity. They can't even agree. And you've got divisions within the Muslim world. The radicals, the, the regular, I guess, whatever you call it, regular Muslims, they're not agreeing how things are. So you've got all these divides. And geez, it would be nice if we could just all come together. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how to present that. And that's kind of what I would like to keep presenting here uh, with the journey through my brain. And it is always nice to just bring the camera back so you can actually see me. But I get on top on my topics, rambling on. That is what I do as a journey through my brain. I can say whatever I want, I think. So, creating a habit. The book was to create a habit of focusing on this, focusing on reading. I want to create that habit of reading. Exercise is creating a habit of bettering myself. I want to move into meditation. So I'm going to learn a lot about meditation over the time. I've read some interesting uh, books. I've read, I've watched some interesting videos, looked, done some interesting research on this. And a couple of the guys I've been reading about are from special forces in the United States military. The level of focus that they have I mean to get through difficult events is just way out there and the techniques they use to focus on themselves and build the 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 mindset that they need to do their job is phenomenal that is is really interesting and one of the ways that I've learned so far and I'm going to start working with this process also is first you have to focus on yourself you have to make yourself a better person you have to make yourself so and with meditation there's so much things as I said we're all connected to global consciousness if we can use our mind to affect the world can we use the mind to affect our bodies too we're a sick race. We have rampant diabetes. We are overweight. We have diseases and cancers and everything that are just ramping up. And since the 1930s, when the Rockefellers and I forget who else decided we didn't want to do plant-based medicine anymore and decided to do pharmaceuticals, we've been just putting poison in our body instead of actually taking care of the issues. Alternative medicines back in the 30s weren't alternative. They were the mainstream medicine. 
used to plant use plants to heal people used to you know you eat properly use your diet to keep healthy and they also would use there's also ways of doing meditation to help so you can actually think you know i've done it with headaches and again takes a while and takes a lot of concentration but you can actually in a way think a headache away you can i've done it it's not very i mean it's difficult but it, it and it takes a little bit of time but it's possible to do um but first you got to focus on yourself so the seals were talking about okay do some meditation block everything out try to be in a area where there's no sound like dogs barking um and focus on yourself so focus on your breathing so just to concentrate when you can focus on nothing else but that breathing for minute even you've made great strides five minutes ten minutes and then you can start looking at okay i'm focusing on my breathing now let's say i'm focusing on my heart i'm on different parts of my body of different aches there's something there, there there's got to be something there because we should be able to heal ourselves without going to the doctor and okay there are certain things that the doctor needs to take care of. I do it. I've done it for a lot of things, for my migraines and, and for asthma. I'll tell you what, um, it wasn't long ago that I could not run uh, 100 feet without sounding like a freight train coming down the road. Um, my breathing was just so labored, but I went to the doctor. I had a test done. Yes, you have exercise-induced asthma. Okay, give me an inhaler. I took an inhaler. I used an inhaler for a few years, but I figured out another method of take care. I don't take an inhaler. I can run farther now. I can't run miles, but I can run farther, and I my breathing is not as labored, but I created my own tea that I drink. So I have my own concoction. It helped with my asthma. Um, so I go to the doctor when I need to to solve a problem that I can't solve right away but then I go and work on the problem myself and eventually get rid of that medicine because I don't want to be on medicine um, migraines my headaches I used to live with daily headaches for almost two decades and wow you know I, I still take Tylenol for headaches but it's, sometimes it's on a daily basis but not like all day um, sometimes I can go a week two weeks without taking Tylenol much improved from say, having to take Tylenol two, three times a day. So I figured that out. It was diet. I changed my diet. I got rid of wheat, which seems to be really bad for you, but everybody seems to eat it. And that's in our culture, it's creating diabetes, it's creating all these other health issues. But you know what? Nobody wants to listen to that. They want to just continue on and eating their junk food and eating their. And eating the pastas and and the and everything that's not healthy and saying, hmm, you know what? There's nothing I can do about this. I'm just going to go to the doctor, get my pharmaceuticals, and I'm going to be happy. Well, that's not the way I looked at. It. I changed my ways. I said, I'm going to make these changes. Plus, there's a couple other health issues I'm working through, trying to figure that out too. But I don't have headaches like I used to anymore. I can usually make it 
as I said, through the days without having headaches. Um, I do carry my Tylenol with me, but I, as I said, I don't use it every day. So there's things I do for my body. So next thing I want to do is t try to take care of these other health issues, not just through meditation, because I feel that using a consciousness, I can heal my own body. Um, I know there's been some research on it. Um, well, you just look at placebo effects, you know, when you've got research group A and research group B, the research group A gets the medicine and research group B gets the placebo. And the people with the placebo, a certain percentage of them get better because it's all in the mind. They're thinking, hey, you know what? I'm taking the medicine, I'm getting better. They're not taking anything more than just a pill of benign whatever they used. But they're getting better. It's all in their mind. It's all in the way they think. So, there's something there. You've got to be able to heal yourself without going to the doctor so much. So, I'm not saying don't go to the doctor when you need to. I'm just saying you could go to the doctor, maybe come up with some ways to learn about, learn about your body. I mean, doctors were so into saying for years, were into, and many of them are still, saying they know your body's better than you do and now there's some doctors coming out and saying well what do you think um you know your body better than the doctor does so you should be able to take care of yourself better and, and tell them the symptoms tell the doctor the symptoms and and let, make them actually listen yeah so a lot of doctors just don't want to listen we're learning that all too well in our family but uh there's got to be ways to heal ourselves that's my next goal. The next goal is to create meditation so I can start healing myself. Now, once I get to that point, I can bring more people in. I think the Bible even says about it. Why not bring more people in? Can we heal more groups of people? Can we heal our psychology? Our psychology of hate and uh, of the different things that we're doing to hurt other people. Um, the, we can heal divisions within our race. So why not try at least? I can't say it will work 100%, but I think it's better than what we're doing right now, ain't it? So that's just a little bit of thought what I had for today. Um, we are right at that half an hour point and I didn't want to hang around too long today. But um, I just wanted to give you a piece of my mind, since it is, is a journey through my brain. We are here every Tuesday evenings, unless I have to be gone medically or I'm meeting for something, but I try to be here every Tuesday, um, regardless of whether my equipment's working properly or not. But if I'm here, it's Tuesday, 7 o'clock Eastern. Um, 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. And uh, I think that's it for this week. So we will talk to you next week. And uh, it will be another interesting show. So that's it for this week. Have a wonderful week.